Hello, and welcome to episode 9 of Brainstorm Kitchen. How's it going, guys? <laughs> so, uh, today's episode is sort of gonna be a review or more or just our opinions on various food hacks. It's I I really frequent the subreddit for food hacks and I'm always kind of interested in them. Sometimes they seem to be a little bit more pain than actual help. So it's gonna be kind of fun to maybe talk about these and the various ways they can be implemented and what we can do to be able to uh, implement them in. So actually, I have a good question for you, Logan. Do you yeah. currently own any gimmicky food gadgets? I actually own a few. I own a few gimmicky uh, gadgets for sure. I have um, some of them I use, some of them I don't. Um, I have one of these lemon spritzer things that you can screw into a lemon and, and spray. Uh, I don't use that as much as I thought I would. However, there's one of these pineapple coring devices, and I use this all the time. And this is actually a really good one. It's like a, it cuts a corkscrew through the pineapple, and you just basically cut the top of the pineapple off and just start corkscrewing, and then you can pull out this, you know, really nice set of rings. And I use that all the time. Anytime I get a pineapple, that one's definitely worth it. But I, you know, every once in a while, I'll grab one, and I just, I don't know. It's <laughs> that's all I have. Yeah, because uh, if you, I know you haven't, but um, fans of Alton Brown and his show Good Eats were very sort of anti-unitaskers. Uh, so. Yeah, yeah, I, I know, it's it's a weird thing because you think like, you know, I'm going to put this in my cupboard and it's going to junk, you know, junk everything up. But I think also sometimes you it's okay to have a thing that has one purpose if you use it a lot, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. Again, but I, but, feel, like, I, feel, like, I feel like most... Again, I think the majority of gimmicky gadgets are you don't know how to use a knife. So here's that, that's true. <laughs> that's true. For example, I think there's the uh, the avocado uh, slicer and also the banana slicer. I don't get the banana slicer. That's one. It's like you could use... You could use a toothpick if you needed to to cut a banana up. Like also, I don't know why. Literally, you... <laughs> monkeys eat bananas. So uh, yeah, come on, humans. I, I don't know. It seems like almost more work to like peel a banana, place it down, and then like on a hard surface that's clean. You need to like I don't know, get a cutting board or something, and then press this piece of plastic over your banana. Like, can't you just you know cut cut it in your hand or something? I don't know. It, it's crazy. Yeah. Or what are some other like infomercial gadgets that have ever tempted you um i i don't know i also i i think basically there was uh there was this one that's the all edges brownie pan uh which kind of seemed like maybe that would be interesting but i i don't know also these like magic bullet uh um blenders and this kind of stuff but I'm not well, really I mean, sure. At least a blender is a blender, right? I mean, yeah, and I think that the I think, but these infomercial ones tend to not last too well. Um, I know, so I think that my aversion to this is my mom collects these kind of things. She definitely would see these on TV, and we had this like cupboard in. We had you know quite a large kitchen, and like two cupboards were just full of like junk that was designed to be used once. And, you know, of course, she had her favorite ones that she would use quite often. But um, there was a bunch of stuff where it was just like, why Why do we need this egg boiler thing? Like, 
what is this going like when was the last time we actually made hard-boiled eggs not in a, a pot or something yeah some of those ones just really confuse me have you ever seen the like spaghetti cooker where it's literally like a plastic tube that you can place spaghetti in and then you pour <laughs> boiling water on it no i haven't seen that that's that's pretty crazy and then in the infomercial clips they're like oh you cook spaghetti and they show people breaking the spaghetti to get to fit in the pot <laughs> like, i mean it's it's always funny in these videos they're like they're always doing things like the worst way possible like they're always trying to do, accomplish things that in a way that no normal person would do that reminds me it is completely off topic um it's a very funny youtube channel he does a lot of gaming related stuff but occasionally he also uh does like parody voiceovers of infomercials uh his name the the username is uh, Penguin Z Zero or something, but they're very funny. Okay, okay, I have to check that out. Okay, I'll well, definitely and also, check this out. um, you just reviewed this one bartending video. It wasn't an infomercial, but it was supposedly an instructional guide for bartending. And look, I'm I don't need to be a perfectionist. But this bartending video that he reviewed, it was like really old, but I think that the person in the video literally did everything wrong. <laughs> like imagine, if you will, how to make a cocktail and getting every single step exactly incorrect. <laughs> that would probably be what would happen if I tried to make a cocktail video. I'm, I'm not good at making cocktails. It was almost impressive how incorrect it was. <laughs> That's pretty funny. It's, sometimes you find in o older videos that people just... Uh, they, I don't know what it is. Sometimes it's just like because there was maybe less of an internet connection and the ability to like check stuff a lot easier, that sometimes it just seems like stuff is a lot you know more wrong when you look at older videos. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Let's see. Uh, what are some other dumb gadgets? I, 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 I don't have many. I've I've seen one with this hot dog slicer. Have you seen this? Oh, that makes a spiral. Yeah, like yeah. What? <laughs> I don't know. Well, so one thing I want, I don't want the um. I know there's a lot of normal spiralizer, uh, spiralizers, but what I really want is like. Similar to a spiralizer, but it makes really big ribbons. Uh, yeah. So, my girlfriend really wanted a spiralizer for a while, and uh, as a gift, I got her one. And it has this, um, you know, it's one of these proper, like, it's not just like this one you can do with, you know, one hand. It looks like a pencil sharpener. It's like the full one with the rotation axis and everything. Mm. And you can change out the blades and you have the ability to make the, you know, either ribbons or like short things or whatever. Um, and we use this for quite a bit, especially I think we were cooking this, uh, you know, pasta noodles for a while. But I do have to say that, like, after a while, the gimmick kind of wore off for me personally. And I kind of just was like, yeah, maybe I just won't do that anymore. <laughs> so it's kind of sat around for a while. And I don't know. I haven't used it so much recently. What I really want is like. It's very similar to what you're describing, but instead of having 
a blade on one end. The blade hits the edge of the of the item, so uh. it it makes it makes like a ribbon as wide as the fruit or vegetable. Ah, uh, uh, okay, I have seen this. I think that's yeah. Those are pretty cool. Cause oh man, in chef steps. Uh no, I mean sorry, chef's table rants. That's how the one chef. Um, fuck, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna forget his name, but uh, the chef at the Arpege, um, he makes an apple pie by making apple roses, and it looks ridiculous. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, what else do we have here? Okay, how about this? What are some, I would say, less common gadgets? That you have, where you're like, eh, not not gimmicky gadgets, but just gadgets in general, where you're like, this is awesome. Like every kitchen should have this. I just recently got a dedicated spice grinder. So there's there's coffee grinders, and there's also, I mean, they coffee grinders can also double as spice grinders. But um, I obviously don't want to grind like my coffee in the same stuff that I grind my uh, spices in. And I just got this and like it cost me 10 euros. So it wasn't really that much, but it is like improved my life life immensely by being able to just throw like a cinnamon stick into this thing and just like press go. And so it's like, I mean, it's a thing that somebody, everybody probably has a coffee grinder, but like getting one, getting a coffee grinder specifically for grinding spices was like a total step up for me. This was recently. Yeah, I I, I need a new one. Honestly, because I had a dedicated spice grinder because I actually have a, a pretty nice um, coffee grinder that I got as, um, <clears throat> as a gift, but I somehow lost my spice grinder. So. Uh, it, that's unfortunate. And that's that's really sad when elect when your appliances die. It's like, I don't know. It's just like a piece of your kitchen. Like your cooking style has to change, and and you know what you can do has to change. You have to be like, yeah, I can't do this anymore. I used to be able to make this, but now I have to do it by hand, or now I have to like make something different. Do you know what I um, would like that you have that I'm a bit jealous of? And which, it's a real, it's a real big fuck off mortar and pestle. Ah. Yes, yes. <laughs> that's uh <clears throat> that's something I definitely am like really happy about. And actually there's a story with that mortar and pestle. Um when I bought it, uh I got it from an Asian food market and I I think that I saw that it was supposed to be like 40 euros and I had been thinking about it for a while and I'm like that's such a such a large amount of money or whatever. And I was thinking about it and I was thinking about it and I'm like I don't know. And then when um, I had bought a bunch of other stuff at the same time and like when I had actually bought everything, I was like, OK. And I was like, this seems a little bit lower than I expected the price. Um, and I tend to go to the Asian food market and buy like supplies for like a month, like rice and soy sauce and all this stuff. And so it adds up. So I came home and I was like looking over the receipt and then I was like, wait a second. Like she just charged me for the pestle and not for the mortar. So I got the whole thing for like seven euros or something. And I was like all right <laughs> like i'm like this is this is a a nice thing that i just paid a lot less than i expected i mean it was quite expensive and i remember like really hemming and hawing for a long time as to whether or not to get it but uh maybe it was only 30 euros but still it was quite expensive anyways yeah yeah because like, so. uh, like again i got one as a gift once 
And again, I don't know if you want to say anything, because it was a gift, but like, holy shit, it's so wimpy. It's the tiniest little bowl with like a ceramic rod, and like, oh, you're so sad. Yeah, it, it happened. I mean, and I think that honestly, if like, um, it's it's really a lot nicer to have one of these. I know it's it's like such a cocky thing to be like, yeah, I know it's great, but um, I also have one of these small ones, and I actually broke one because I just it went str- the the mortar went straight through the pe- the pestle went straight through the mortar. It was it was pretty bad. So because like um, with the little ones, like they're not even functional. Yeah, I I agree with that. Like I don't really. I don't know how to use them properly, and I, I mean, maybe there is a way to do it, but I don't know. I've never been able to do it properly with the small ones. Yeah. Um, okay, here's something I need to get on your ass on. How the hell don't you have a proper circulator? <laughs> I I actually... I, I don't know. <laughs> I I, like... I've gone through stages, so there, I mean, for those who don't know, I, I do physics and I, I do experimental physics, so I, I have like access to an electronic uh, laboratory and that kind of stuff where I can just kind of work on stuff. But you know, for the longest time, I had like this grand vision of like building my own circulator. I was like, I can do this. Like, I want to order the parts off eBay. I'm gonna like three D print stuff. I'm gonna like you know put it together and all of this stuff, and. I like you know for example like there's Jewel and all of that stuff, um, but I was just like no I want to make my own I think it's gonna be way more fun, and you know as what tends to happen when you do your PhD I guess it's just like you don't have time for anything and somehow I've managed to get a YouTube channel going as well as working on this podcast but still outside of that I'm like ah I don't have any free time so I will I think eventually just break down and buy a circulator at some point if I don't like end up making it within the next year or something. Because if you're interested, um, I've been doing some research for buying my third circulator, and that's not because <laughs> that's not they broke down. I genuinely need three working circulators. Uh, I think we might, after your pepper intervention, we might need to have one for me. But anyways, um, yeah, I basically have been researching what the cheapest possible circulator is because the third one I'm getting I'm gonna absolutely punish so I don't want to invest too much yeah and I found one that's like 77 Canadian dollars on Banggood wow that's not that that's not that uh, expensive on Banggood yeah alright I'm checking this out right now yeah, I know. It's like, it's one of these things. I mean, I, sometimes I feel a little guilty buying stuff from this, but then sometimes I don't. <laughs> and for those of you who don't know, we both have um, vacuum pump systems from Banggood. Yeah, and it's uh, it's a cheap, one of these cheap Chinese, like, um, I think, for example, Wish.com is or, like I think, similar. Uh, uh, AliExpress. Yeah, or Ali, AliExpress, and yeah. So I will check this out later, and maybe I'll just end up buying one. And uh, thanks. <laughs> thanks, I'm going to spend some money. Because, <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. again, 77 Canadian is probably like 55, 60 American. So. I think, oh, also, going back to um, kitchen gadgets, 
um last christmas my girlfriend um or actually the christmas before last my girlfriend ended up getting me um, one of these handheld smokers and um this thing is really nice it's a really cool thing but i've just like a terrible boyfriend slash person and i just haven't like found any uses for it so i'm constantly like trying to figure out like what i can do to actually be able to use this thing uh and i've had like a bunch of cool ideas and like there was a bunch of things to do and i've just never actually managed to sit down and like use this thing like i keep intending to yeah i have one but honestly when i want to cold smoke stuff i'm like i don't want to cold smoke a bowl or something i want to cold smoke a lot of things so what i again i have a smoking gun but it's like kind of wimpy for my uses mm -hmm. So literally what I'll do is usually, yeah. like, get my big hotel pan, get a stainless steel bowl, build a little fire in the stainless steel bowl, and then just cover it in foil <laughs> and put the whole thing in the, um, in the hotel pan. <laughs> just, like, that's that's the way to do it. I, I w eventually would like a kitchen with those, uh, with hotel pans and that kind of stuff. I think this is, like... That's my long-term uh, oh, goal. Dude, I've got, I've, got, I've got one big hotel pan, one half hotel pan, and I just got a four-inch insert for the big hotel pan. Oh, yeah, it's the best. Interesting. Okay, yeah. I mean, they, I think that these things are really cool because they give you the ability to also just, like, produce a mass load of food and be able to store it like and and serve this to people because basically what i'm able to do is i have my circulator in the big hotel pan and that sets the temperature of the whole system and then i can insert the the, the hotel pan insert obviously um yeah and then i can bring a whole chamber up to that temperature without it getting wet okay huh that's pretty cool. That's that's a, an awesome idea for that. So I, I've been doing uh, um, salt evaporation. Oh, and making your own salt. Yeah. That's awesome. I think you told me about this, and you were doing flavored salts too, right? Yeah, I did a... My first attempt was a coffee salt. How did it come out? Uh, okay. It needs to be a bit stronger. But I was using coffee that was the byproduct of another project, so... Okay. Okay. Wait, the coffee needed to be stronger. Not the obviously not the salt. The, yeah. the coffee to salt ratio was lit lacking on the coffee side. Got it. Okay. Huh. Um. Yeah. Do you want to go through some of these uh, uh food hacks from the uh food hack subreddit? Actually, before we do that, let, let, let's think. Let's do one more thing. What's like a top one or two gifts you've gotten for cooking? That I've received or that I've given? I guess I've mostly received. Received. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, okay, so recently I got two things. Um, so from my girlfriend's aunt, actually. She got them for me. And one of them is a silica mushroom scrubber. And actually, this thing is really cool. And it's really nice to be able to just... Um, so I, like, I really like to wash my mushrooms. That's just how I am. Um, and... Uh, it's really nice. You can just hang this up. I have one of these Ikea, like, hanging hook things right next to my sink. So I just hang it up there. I just pull it off. It's just a small, maybe two-inch square um, piece of silica on one side. It has, like, a bristly, uh, like, edge. And you can just really scrub um, with silica. So it's not, like, a hard brush. Um, you can scrub your mushrooms. 
a thing I really like about this is that like when I want to clean it, I can just boil it or whatever. And brushes, in my opinion, tend to go just off after, you know, six months or so. So this is a really awesome gift and it, I'm sure it didn't cost terribly much. So if you're looking to get somebody a gift, maybe this is a really good thing, especially if they like to cook with mushrooms. Um, second thing was also I got a uh, a garlic um, grater, a garlic and ginger grater. So it's just a small piece of metal that's just designed for garlic and ginger. It's hard to describe, but basically you can just rub ginger and garlic on this thing and it... Uh... Oh, is it basically like one of those traditional, like, shark skin wasabi grinders? Uh, no. And actually, I have one of those, and I have not been able to get that thing to work properly. But, it's but, more just but, a metal but, I'm say What I'm saying is the graded material doesn't actually go uh, through. It builds yes, up. Yes, 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 yes. In that manner, you're totally, yeah, exactly correct. That's exactly like in that same style where it's like it stays on the one side, and then you can just kind of push it off, and then it just like is in the food. Um, yes. And... And also one other gift I got, just sorry, I just remembered now as well. So my mom, the problem is a lot of people, like, they want to get me gifts for my kitchen, but I have just bought so much stuff for myself over, you know, the years. They never know what to get me. So uh, my mom one year just got me a gift certificate, and then I ended up just buying a bunch of stuff that I wanted. So I guess it's technically a gift. But in this, uh, I got a, one of these um, glass lemon uh, squeezers. So you can just, you know, kind of juice the, the lemon and the seeds just get caught uh, caught up, but the juice goes through and it's, I use this thing all the time. It's one of my favorite things. Nice. Yeah. See, the problem I have is I really messed up in that I got really into cooking, like, right after Prime, you're a kid, you get awesome gifts time. Because <laughs> I'm a again. Uh. I've gotten so much relatively expensive, dumb toys when I was a kid. Then I'm like, <laughs> oh, all that money could have gone to kitchen stuff. <laughs> That's pretty um, funny. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But one gift that stands out wasn't even for me, but my brother's girlfriend's parents got him a big cold sm a big smoker so like a barbecue slash smoker yeah like grill yeah but he was living with me at the time so i'm like oh this is a great gift for me <laughs> so you're able to use this and to this, what did you to this day it's still here ah uh, <laughs> what have you made in it uh we haven't done too much just because it's like a big process to fire up but I've done a few experiments. Okay. I I think that that's the thing with these smokers is that like they're really awesome, but it's just like one of these things where you have to like dedicate time to doing it, and it gets kind of you know like time labor intensive. But I mean, the, the, I discovered not discovered, but I grew to appreciate smoked water as a byproduct of smoking in that in that machine. And now I make yeah. it on its own. I mean, that's, yeah, like, is this similar to, like, liquid smoke then, right? Uh, it's similar, but I think it's way more mild. Okay. And it's, like, it's a bit less, uh, a bit less bitter, I think. Okay. Okay. Because it's, um... it's sort of just condensed smoke. It's only whatever smoke flavor compounds 
will naturally diffuse into the water. Okay. So huh. again, I don't know for sure, but I would guess that the sort of chemical profile is a bit different. Okay. That's interesting. Okay, because, yeah, I've, I was thinking about actually making my own um, liquid smoke at some point, but I just never have gotten around to doing this. Yeah, smoked water is fucking so good. Alright. I guess I'll have to try that out then. Cool. Yeah, yeah it's kind of nice uh, that it's less intense, because, like, again, with liquid smoke, you can go, like, a drop too much. Yeah, and then everything just tastes like like smoke. It just goes crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And uh, sorry, uh, the other big gift is basically, again, it was late in the game, Christmas-wise, so I chipped in, and then basically everyone who was giving me a gift also chipped in for my, um, my chocolate conch. Yeah, I mean, that was quite a big gift, I guess, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, but I mean, I guess you've also gotten uh, quite a bit of use out of that. Yeah, yeah, so we're really, again, I've only done two or three big projects. Because again, it was one of those, like, things, but I've got a lot of plans. Yeah. Huh. Oh, cool. Hey, look, just this past year, I guess I'm still in, in pretty good shape for gifts, but my mom got me a second full-sized fridge ah well that yeah yeah i think you remember tell you i remember you telling me about this and that was like an experimentation fridge right because yeah, basically i have a fridge that can be like just full of weird shit that's awesome <laughs> yeah and, and what have you used that for so far i mean it's full okay <laughs> like it's just again literally just projects there's just so much stuff. <laughs> that's awesome i'm like a uh, 60 pound person and I need literally two full fridges of food. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but you have you have a lot going on, which is pretty cool. And I mean, the videos definitely show for it. So, um, do we want to still do the uh, subreddit thing real quick, or sure, should we just wait? Sure, let's do Okay, sure. Um, so I think how how this should work is, uh, I guess you don't. What I can do is I can just maybe read them. And maybe we can just talk about like what what our opinion is on them. So the sure. top food hack of all time is if you eat a hard uh, taco over a soft tortilla shell, you get a second taco, which I think is like that's one of the best food hacks. But it's really not cooking food hack, but an eating food hack. But I definitely think it's it's definitely true. <laughs> I don't know. Well, is yeah. the idea that like the the soft taco will catch the shattered pieces. Yes, exactly. And I think that when you typically when at least when I eat a hard shell taco, it just like everything just falls out of it. And like, it's just not really an ideal vehicle for carrying meat to, you know, it's, it's a delicious vehicle, but it's not an ideal vehicle for carrying uh, food to your face. And I always just make a mess. So it's, you know, it always ends up on my plate. So if you just have a soft shell taco there, then, you know, you can just get a second taco. That reminds me something I need to invent. And Mr. Physics Engineering, maybe you can help. I need to invent a way for someone like me to slurp ramen. Because I can't actually punch over a bowl. So I'm thinking of designing basically like a noodle ramp. <laughs> huh. 
Yeah. This is an interesting thought. Almost like a big straw, but with an open top. So you can, like, be near the bowl, but you don't have to be directly over it. Hmm. If, any, I have to think if about, anyone yeah. in the comments has some ideas for a noodle ramp, let me know. Yeah, I think that also is, like, that's a pretty cool idea. Let me think about this a little bit. Gotta get some sort of, like, yeah, interesting idea. Because, like, also, ima imagine if that was almost built into the bowl. Like, a noodle bowl, like, a way to... So, essentially, you needed to come close to your mouth, mm -hmm. and you needed to be able to... Hmm. Like, a normal straw wouldn't... It, ha it would have to be more than just a normal straw. Because, again, the idea is that with chopsticks or a fork, you pick up the noodles, then you place them in your mouth, but then they're not just dripping onto you. They're supported yeah. by some sort of ramp. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'll have, to, I'll have to think about this one. <laughs> I, I, have to, I have to figure out what yeah. a practical slurping angle is. Yeah, I think you're going to have to do some experimentation, I think. Let's <laughs> get real nerdy. I mean, we're, we're 30 minutes into this. It's because if it's too steep, then I basically have to be over the bowl anyways. But if it's too yep. shallow, I think it'll be awkward... And I won't get as much sort of broth going with it. Yeah, it'll just be like whatever's floating to the top. And I, I get this. Hmm. I don't know. I, I, have to, I, 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 I might, I might have to fucking make and cut in these bowls. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I think, I think so. I mean, I mean, why not? <laughs> like this is kind of oh, an interesting idea. I, I, I just had a brilliant idea. Sorry, dude. Sorry to. Uh, Derail our segment. No, no, but it's okay. What, imagine a giant mug with the noodle ramp, so you can have a handle, bring the bowl close to your mouth, and then slurp with the ramp assisting. That could work. You could have something like this, or some. I I don't know why I'm like trying to make this more complicated. I'm thinking of like in terms of pumps and like this sort of stuff. But I don't think that that's necessary. I think this is I'm over engineering. Again, if you if you're if you're grabbing the noodles with a utensil, even chopsticks, you can only hold the bowl with one hand. Yeah. So you'll need a handle to bring it close to your mouth. I I think I think I'm gonna have to draw this out, and that's the only way that I'm gonna be able to figure this out. <laughs> also, uh, we'll have to compensate. But it's cool. It's, I think it's for. Yeah. We'll have to compensate it in the shape of the bowl to balance it. Otherwise, it'll tip over from the weight of the ramp. Let's get on this. Let's patent this. Yeah, we'll have to figure it out. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. Should we do another one, yeah. or do we want well, let's, to... Let's okay. do a few more. Sorry. No, no problem. Problem. Um, okay, so one of them says, uh, one of my friends cooks marshmallows over a toaster, which I think is, like, a fucking brilliant idea. I don't know why I haven't thought about this before. Uh, in my opinion, yeah. if you can't potentially burn the marshmallow, what's the point? That's kind of true, actually, because, I mean, I actually really like the burnt marshmallows quite a bit. I, I mean, mean, you're not going to get, you need heat intensity, because even if you don't burn it, you want browning before the center completely liquefies. 
True that. If your heat intensity is too low, it's going to melt all the way through before your outside's nicely brown. It's, yeah, and then the structural integrity, like, is lost, and then it just, like, melts off your stick, and then you just get a, you know, a really terrible thing. I don't know. I, I'm impatient. I just stick it in the fire until it just catches fire, and then just, like, <laughs> just start, like, uh, eating the burnt, like, caramelized sugar. I don't know. I got this from my mom, I think. Again, uh, that's good, okay. but even if you like just a brown marshmallow, you need the heat intensity. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Do you like s'mores? Oh, I love s'mores. Yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty delicious, and it's it's funny because like <clears throat> in Germany and in Europe, graham crackers don't exist, and neither do um, marshmallows, or not really. And so yeah. it's really like not in the same way. And so it's really hard to actually describe to a German like or a European uh, what a s'more is because they don't have graham crackers and they don't have like uh, real marshmallows like they have in the U.S. or Canada. Well, you'll have, so, to, uh, <laughs> you'll have to make my lemon flavored marshmallow recipe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then uh, and I'll have to make some graham crackers as well. I've been like meaning to do a graham cracker video for a while, but like uh, eventually I'll get to it. <laughs> I mean, they have digestive biscuits. Which are basically the same thing. No, they're not. I don't know. It's just like I mean, they don't okay, really let, taste let's, the let's same. Let's be honest. A graham cracker is a cookie. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. That's for sure. That's, that's for sure. Let's not beat around the bush. Yeah, it's definitely a cookie. It's like a great cookie too. But I just, I don't know. There's something about the like, because the digestive biscuits, they're a bit thicker and they're a bit like, I don't know. They're not quite the same. So... I don't know. At some point, I need to like actually uh, to make some graham crackers. And make marshmallows. I think I will. And make marshmallows, and then I can make my own personal uh, s'mores, and just tell people or show. Okay, I might be revealing a trade a trade secret. I've got a trade um, burnt milk powder blended with sugar makes a powder that tastes exactly. Like a roasted marshmallow. Hmm. That sounds pretty delicious. Because <laughs> I'm gonna be I... I'm gonna be making marshmallows with a coating that tastes like roasted marshmallow. That's like a pretty cool idea. I mean I feel like you could like sell that to people too and they would I, be like I, I all into I it. I intend to. <laughs> okay, yes. Yes, you definitely should do this and tell me how that I'm, goes. I'm also, gonna, I, I... I'm also gonna be making a white chocolate that tastes like roasted marshmallow. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Ah, uh, yeah, I, you definitely have to tell me how this like this comes out. How do you do? How do you manage that though? Oh, or is it still a trade secret? <laughs> well, I mean, the burnt milk powder is easy. <laughs> okay. I'll give you a hint. I didn't make it on purpose the first time. Okay. Um, I mean, you literally you burn milk powder, and then. <laughs> And then what I'm probably I'll probably do is blend it with a certain amount of regular milk powder, and then yeah. blow-torched sugar. Yeah. That you like cool down and grind up, and then if I can okay. if I can swing it, smoked cocoa butter. Oh, that sounds pretty good. Oh, uh, you know you're making me really hungry right now. <laughs> so, um. I think actually maybe do we want to uh, wrap this up here now? Let's do I one guess. more. So I think, uh, uh, have we come to the decision that that's a nay on the um, on the toaster? 
I mean, yeah. I mean, if you don't have access to a fire, then then you know that's your only option that I, okay, I understand. Or more torch. That's true. Yeah, or just I guess a straight up candle. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, all right. I true true that. So yeah, let's, let's do one do more. Let's one do one more. more. Um. Okay. Putting. Where was this? Wait. Wait. One second. I gotta go back. Ah. Okay. Cook your eggs in onion rings for a perfectly shaped fried egg that can go into a sandwich. Yeah, okay. Thoughts? Yeah, I, I can dig uh, that. Uh, so, so just to be clear, when they said onion ring in the picture, they didn't mean like a the fried onion ring. They yeah, meant like yeah. a, an onion slice. Um, which, although, honestly, like a fried onion ring would with an egg in the middle would make like for a really awesome burger. Yeah, uh, like, bon- like topping. Bon- bonus points. Again, this is similar to, here's hot hot food hack for you guys. What (laughs) I do is if I'm making an egg sandwich, I'll make a, I may have even mentioned this before, but I make a tinfoil boat in the shape of my bread slice, and then I'll sometimes fry two eggs in the tinfoil boat. That sounds that sounds like a good way of doing it, actually. Yeah. Because then you get <laughs> basically two fried eggs that are in the shape of your bread. That's that. I'm gonna try that next time I do that. <laughs> Thanks for that tip. <laughs> that, that tips. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe we should give cool. up on experimentation and just live a life as a vagrant food hack video makers. Yeah, I mean, there's a million of these these food hack videos that are just really terrible. So I think we can <laughs> we can make our own, and we'll make good ones. <laughs> I mean, I I could do a whole series on egg sandwiches. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, maybe we can talk about this in the future. All right. Well, I hope everyone has enjoyed this really random episode of Brainstorm Kitchen. If you did, again, please consider sharing. And also consider checking out patreon.com slash brainstorm kitchen. It really helps us out. And uh, yeah, I think that uh, and also just uh, please be sure to comment on the video and maybe talk about, uh, you know, what you want to hear from us or what any ideas that you might have for any other videos that we might have coming up. So, yeah, thanks for listening.